Blog Talk Radio.
that was Willow Weep for Me by Ann Ronnell, as covered by the Deep Blue Organ Trio. Welcome in, friends, to the Jazz Mill, like the man says. I am your host, Scott Henderson, and for the next 60 minutes or so, we are going to do our level best to entertain you with some of the best jazz players of discussion on the planet. As always, we invite your calls at 515-602-9600. That's 515-602-9600, or you can play around in our chat room if you would rather. Uh, Well, I've been looking forward to this episode, folks, since we launched the Jazz Mill podcast about three months ago, the Soul Message Band I have come to adore. They are my favorite, and uh, my co-host, Greg Rockingham, uh, helped to form this wonderful band today. So let's meet them. Uh, Greg is an alumnus of the prestigious Interlochen Arts Academy and Northeastern University. He has worked with Nancy Wilson, Freddie Cole, Kenny Burrell, Glenn Miller, and many more. Presently, he plays with the aforementioned Soul Message Band, which can be heard weekly at Chicago's historic Green Mill and elsewhere in the Midwest. In my humble opinion, they are the hottest B3 combo east of the Mississippi. Welcome in, G-Rock. How are you, pal? I'm good. I'm doing well. Happy holidays to you. Well, thank you, sir. We've got the guys looming. We're all here and uh, ready to ready to go. And uh, was was Santa good to you, Greg? Did you get what you wanted? <laughs> yep, uh, got what I wanted. Uh, all I yep. want is uh, to wake up uh, in the morning and 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 <laughs> be alive and and be able to I hear play that. music. I hear That's that. All I, want. I do. Yeah. I totally do. Yeah. I find the older I get, the the less it is about stuff, more about experiences, you know, uh, a picnic or, That's uh, right. uh, you know, something, something shared, not so much the, the stuff. I got all the stuff I could ever use for five lifetimes, but uh, I guess you get smarter as you get older. At least that's the idea. I heard somewhere we spent half our lives acquiring things in the second half, getting rid of them. I think I'm in, I'm in phase two for <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, that's uh, definitely true. <laughs> Does that resonate? That makes sense. Doesn't it? Well, well, Hey, yeah, uh, you're your partner, Chris, you're totally right. Your, uh, your, your partner, uh, Chris Foreman's with us here today. He started playing piano at age five and began formal training at age seven as a teenager, he was attracted to the organ sounds of Jack McDuff, Groove Holmes, Jimmy Smith, and Jimmy McGriff. He ascended steadily and enjoyed professional experience with Hank Crawford, Albert Collins, Bernard Purdy, the Mighty Blue Kings, to name just a few. Uh, welcome in, Chris. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Certainly an honor to speak to you. We haven't met, but, uh, boy, I've enjoyed your play over the last uh, six or eight months since meeting uh, Greg, and he invited me to a show, and the rest, as they say, is history. And uh, I, I've come to have such great respect for, for the three of you and, and, the, and the music you make. It is absolutely important, and, uh, and so very appreciated, I can tell you, from uh, from my perspective, and I'm not alone. I know that. So uh, thank you for being thank here. You. And uh, last right. but certainly not least, we've got uh, Philadelphia-born Lee Rothenberg, who uh, really dug into jazz when he was around 16 after spending a summer at Interlochen Arts Camp. Greg, you two have that in common, I'm sure you knew, uh, where he devoted many hours listening to 
the likes of Wes Montgomery, Miles Davis, and Coltrane. He moved to Evanston back in uh, 2000 and attended Northwestern University. Uh, Lee has performed as both leader and sideman at venues such as the Green Mill, Andy's, the Jazz Showcase, Pete Miller's, and the Jazz Estate, and with a venerable list of Chicago artists such as Dennis Carroll, George Flautus, uh, Greg Ward, Dan Trudell, Bobby Broom, and others. Uh, welcome in, Lee. How are you, man? Doing great. Great to hear from you. Thanks for uh, having me on the show. Well, you're, you're, it's a, the privilege is mine, guys. Trust me on that. It truly is. It's an <laughs> honor, and uh, it's a great treat. It's like playing catch with uh, with Dan Marino. That, that's what it feels like to me today. So uh, th- thank you. <laughs> thank you for uh, indulging me. Uh, interested in you know your your history and and Greg maybe this is uh, this is for you and you and Chris uh, more than Lee he wasn't he wasn't there I don't think but as you guys formed some twenty five plus years ago uh, tell us that story uh, either one of you or both of you please all right uh, well actually uh, it was more like thirty seven thirty eight years ago wow but, yeah, uh, awesome. <laughs> Wow. I was uh, uh, yeah. my dad was an organ player, and uh, actually he was an organ player for uh, a jazz organist for thirty something years, and then he was a, a detective on the North Chicago Police Department for the yep. remainder of his life. And uh, so we were playing at a place in Chicago on the South Side uh, called uh, Taste in the Case uh, Entertainment Center, and there was a, mm. a jazz club in there called the Zodiac Room. And when you play on the South Side uh, uh, in those days, uh, you would play uh, a one-hour set, and you'd have three of them, but you'd have two hours in admission in between. And um, yep. I kept hearing about uh, Chris, you know. Uh, on the south side at another club that was close by that's no longer there uh and uh, so on the break i drove over to the club and uh listened to chris and uh for you know about 15 20 minutes and then one yeah. night uh back at the chase entertainment center uh my dad couldn't make it and chris subbed for my dad and oh, no that's uh, when we first started playing together. And that, that was the very first time. Uh, yes. Actually, the, uh, Chris can help me with this. Where he was playing at the time where we both uh, ended up playing uh, was another club on, uh, I think it was 75th and King Drive. But the name escapes me right now. What was the name of that club, Chris? The Other Place. All right, the other place. That's right. How could that <laughs> yeah. uh, escape? Me? So, uh, and then I'll let Chris uh, uh, take take it from here, so he can fill in some of the yeah, 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 data well, and time. Well, not to be technical, but you know, uh, the first time that we we ever played together was October twelfth on a Friday at ten thirty p.m. <laughs> And it sounds like Dragnet. I don't. I don't mean for this to be uh, 1984 for real. That's and, beautiful. Uh, you know, we we both uh, we're like you know two little kids. So like to have 
the same thing in common. You got a bike? Yeah, I got a bike. I got a bike too. <laughs> and it was kind of like that, uh, the, the way that I yeah. see, you know, you like Jimmy and group? Yeah. Okay, let's get together and do something. <laughs> and such. Yeah. And then that's, that's well put. Yeah. That's that's beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> that's that's well put. beautiful. That's beautiful. I love you. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, no, go ahead, uh, Scott. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say your 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 recall of details, uh, Chris, is, is is amazing, and uh, uh, I just love that. But uh, you know, you 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 felt a connection, didn't you? It seems so. It seems as though uh, you guys clicked quickly, and uh, and and you were smart enough to move on it. You know, I've I've had that feeling with uh, with other things in my life, and you know, sometimes I go, sometimes I don't, but. Uh, you knew that that was a sign and should be acted upon, and by God, you did. And here you are, years and years later, uh, with a great outcome. Uh, with a great outcome. Uh, your your thought, Greg? Yeah, I was gonna say uh, to uh, the listeners that uh, that might not uh, know know us or know Chris. Uh, Chris is uh, was born without any eyes, so he is one hundred percent blind, and it took uh, me a little bit to get used to, and uh, also Lee, I'm sure, and anybody that we played with, but his ability to keep track of time, dates, phone numbers, uh, uh, just anything like that is, is just amazing. So uh, that's, uh, I remember one time, one time uh, I was doing my taxes, and uh, I uh, was my my record keeping wasn't very good back then, and so then after that, uh, I decided to get married. So my record, <laughs> so that would take care of that problem. But anyway, uh, yeah. uh, he remembered every single job for an entire year, and we sat on the phone Again. and he every date, every job, where it was, how long it lasted and how much it paid, and he knew exactly. So that's an wow, amazing yeah. that's quality a real, that, that, that he has. Damn right it is. That's a gift, man. Wow. I mean, uh, you, could, you could put that to work in corporate. There's an industrial application for that, Chris. Uh, who knows what uh, the possibilities uh, hold. But, uh, no, that's, that's impressive and can come in handy. Uh, having just finished our taxes after filing an extension, uh, I can sure relate to what you're saying, uh, Greg. Well, let's let's unpack that a little bit because you know, as a as a, a three piece, sometimes four piece uh, outfit, uh, there's a lot of communication that has to happen uh, on the fly. Uh, take me through, uh, Chris. Let, let's let's start with you because because you know I suspect that you're you're at the center of a lot of it. Uh, the, the communication flow with your bandmates. How, how do you do that? Sometimes we just feel it on the, you know, on the on the fly. You know, mm. we, we know when when one of us is going to give a sharp rap on the instrument, which lets us know down, come down, come down. Other times, yeah. we would get together. Uh, like uh, we on uh, certain days, uh, we, we sometimes meet at Lee's house, or we're right out to Rock's house, or and uh, work out arrangements. And uh, since I cannot write the music down per se, uh, 
we'll, we'll say, okay, listen to this, listen to this. And uh, they will uh, make recordings through the phone these days or, uh, or mm-hmm. sometimes so uh, put it on, on a CD or make a you know, copy. And we'll, we'll do our homework. We'll, we'll go home and, and iron out the tune, check out, you know, what goes here, what goes here. And then when we, we get together and we work on the, the groove or the pocket, make sure that that's solid. And really, uh, you yep. know, we, 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 make, we make sure that we're in line with each other, whether we're rushing, whether I'm, I, you know, I hear rushing so much. I think, I think that they name rush hour after me. I think so. Because I'm being told don't. And I understand, not just from this situation, but from college's uh, lessons also. My teacher would tell me, please, please, yeah. make yeah. sure, make sure to... you do not rush. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, that, uh, so that, that's how we do it. And, and on stage, you know, we, we, we keep checking the arrangements and we just listen. Sometimes we just look at each other. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. Well, I'll tell you, I've never heard any problems with meter, and I think I've only seen you restart a song one time. Uh, first time I saw <laughs> that you was over me. at the... that was me. <laughs> uh, you know, I gotta, over I gotta, it. I gotta interject here. Uh, Chris, okay. uh, he's the, uh, he's the, uh, he's the, the solid one uh, in the band. He's not giving himself a, a, enough credit. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's right. Uh, first of all, his. Yeah, like his his memory and and the way just his playing, but we have musical uh, like Jimmy Smith used to do and all the greats, but we have musical cues within ourselves uh, that well Chris and I have yes. developed over the years. But I can tell when he's uh, you know we can pretty much tell when uh, by listening and and just knowing him we have this kind of telepathic uh, uh, relationship and I can tell when when he's about at the end of the solo uh, I can tell he can tell when I'm about the end of my solo or I'll give some type of cue on my snare drum or, or whatever some type of musical cue so we played together long enough uh, and uh, so long that, that we kind of know what what we're going to do, we kind of are able to uh, finish each other's sentences, if you if you will. Uh, yes. Uh, and he's yes. Uh, very very uh, perceptive. He can he his his senses are are, are keen anyway. But uh, and so he's the dependable one. If there's an arrangement that uh, uh, that I might not be quite familiar with. Uh, we all look to Chris because he we know that uh, he 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 knows that he he he'll be the first to get it and and yes. and, and then show uh, one of us either Lee or myself and so he's not giving himself enough credit. Uh, he's a great 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 musician. So uh, great. Well, player, I will great second musician. that. And so are I you, will second I, that. I, and leave. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it, it is it is evident to the listeners. I can tell you, I know just enough to know uh, high quality stuff when I hear it, and uh, when I hear the three of you play, uh, any uh, any 
back and forth and adjusting to one another is is happening. I know, but uh, it's it's pretty seamless, and I got to tell you, it's uh, it's part of the the high wire aspect of jazz that I think uh, you know people that love jazz uh, listening to it and playing it enjoy uh, so so much. Uh, hey, let me. We're talking a lot about this. Let me give our listeners uh, a chance of the three of you guys playing together. And I think you had some help with, uh, with horns on this particular one, but uh, this one called uncertainty. Let me give it a spin.
My goodness. My goodness. What a treat. Uh, Lee, wonderful comping there. A little solo work at the end, just outstanding. And Chris, every chorus you take was uh, fresh and beautifully phrased. And uh, Greg, just, you know, rock solid as always. Uh, That is such good stuff. I got to tell you, it makes me me misty when I make me misty when I hear when I hear near perfection or perfection in music. Yeah. Uh, so Thank you guys are, you guys are, you guys are getting through to at least one knucklehead out there. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> um, it, it, so we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, how your union formed uh, uh, Greg and Chris uh, Lee, you came into the mix and uh, I just wonder how, how that came about. If you could tell that little story, I'd, I'd be grateful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, uh, I started playing with Greg and Chris. Um, I was filling in at the Green Mill when they had that steady gig on Tuesdays, which was kind of a, then when that opportunity came about, I think maybe 15 or 16 years ago, I want to say it was about 26. So maybe like 2009 or 2008 or so. And um, I had the opportunity to play with them, which was something that, you know, I really wanted the chance to, you know, to do. And, uh, when that came about, uh, it worked out really well. The first gig, um, I, I think I came in pretty prepared. I remember I knew the records pretty well and I'd been listening to them for a number of years live. So I knew the tunes that weren't on the records or I had maybe, I think this was just right around the time of, uh, iPhones or mini disc players. And I had recorded some stuff and, was checking them out and and studying it and when that opportunity came about I think um you know I I also had a good lead I had a good two weeks knowing I was going to get to play with them for the first time and so I really got to business and uh worked Mm -hmm. on the music I think that that may have helped me I don't know (laughs) well good couldn't have uh, hurt you chopped your wood uh Uh, you were you were well well I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you yeah, I'm, well, I'm sorry, Scott. I'm no, go ahead, Greg. You, uh, go ahead. Uh, 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 Lee is uh, boy. These guys are being real humble today. Uh, <laughs> Lee's not giving himself a, well, a, back, enough fellas. credit. Uh, all right, they're 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 be, believe me, they're not like this all the time. But uh, uh, but yeah, That's I'm behavior. just kidding. But uh, the guitar player was, was in deep blues. And then the two different names of the group. Uh, Bobby Broom uh, was great player, great, great player. He was still playing with uh, Sonny Rollins uh, back in those days. So we would know when he was going out of town and we would have dates. But then oftentimes, you know, we're human beings, you know, we – we get sick, we don't feel well from time to time, or we have uh, other things that we have to do. And um, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of, and nothing taking nothing away from the other guitar players that are in Chicago. There are some, 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 some great players uh, that That's live very in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, drummers, uh, uh, the, what, there's one shortage. There's a shortage of, of organ players, but... Uh, we have the best one that we could have, so we don't even worry <laughs> about do. that. Uh, but, uh, yes, you do. Okay. Uh, 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 a lot of drummers and a lot of guitar players, but we would see Lee all the time. 
And when Bobby would miss, you know, uh, we'd have diff- Bobby would get the guitar players and different people would play. And then when Lee played, not that taking anything away from anybody else, but you're going to do one gig, you're going to fill in one time. So you got other things going. These other guitar players had other gigs, you know, so for sure. basically we would go up and just call some tunes. But not in Lee's case. Uh, he knew the material, so Chris and I would talk and say, how did he, how did he know that? So it was obvious <laughs> that he was putting in, in all this work like for one job, you know, uh, yeah. one night. Yeah. So and wow. then, well, I mean, I treated it yeah. like this was playing with, you know, I could have been, you know, Jimmy Smith or whoever, you know, a great organ group out there. To me, that was what Deep Blue was to me, was uh, just the, yeah. the best organ group. And I didn't look at that as just any gig. I mean, and, and I don't know that I would have done that for other gigs in Chicago, but for this one, interesting. Yep. I, I had, I knew it. It was something I felt very deeply inside that this is the type of music that I wanted to do. And that, that Greg and Chris were the best. And this was, this yeah. may be the only gig I ever do with them, but I wanted it. I wanted to, it, it to really have an impact on me. I wanted to be ready for it. And, and, um, so that was something that I yeah. definitely was conscious of at the time. Well, you, yeah, I, you, I appreciate you that. But there's a lot of, I really appreciate that. I really do. And we, 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 we talk about this all the time, but he still, no matter what, uh, he, no matter what he thought or whatever, I appreciate all that. But he did the work and he, and then having that attitude, uh, uh, which is makes me feel good. I'm sure it makes Chris feel good. But yeah. he yeah. he it takes a lot, you know, to, to to play with somebody all the time. Every gig they're in the band, and he just fit the criteria, if you will, because it was you know our band, me and Chris. You know, it, it was our band at the time, and. Uh, he fit, he was a nice guy. He he had no no attitude problems, <laughs> ego problems, <laughs> and he, he played great. Yeah, and it's yeah, and he played great, and <laughs> that's hard to find. You know, to to feel. You know, you might play great, you got an attitude, or you might this and that. But he had or has just like off off every <laughs> everything was cool, and then what? The icing on the cake, uh, we like to use the B3 wherever we go, and I'm used to moving them by myself and doing all this. And I went to lift that organ in the trailer one time, and the other end just rolls up. And I'm saying, what is that? And then look, and leaves on the other side of that organ. So that's the icing on the cake. That's the icing on the cake. So. Uh, uh, that's crazy. Of course, he If he couldn't play, it yeah. didn't matter how much he could lift the organ. But that's the most important thing. He's a great player. <laughs> he knows music. Uh, he, he 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 can play, and he works 
at it. He probably practices more than anybody that I have ever known or met. And he's it's just, yes. I can't say enough about it. I personally can't. Well, it's sure just a, a, a thing you want to do is help out, you know, help. It, it's kind of part of the, the deal. Like, you got to help. You can't just sit there and just play your instrument and then go home. You got to, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's, you know, you're, you got to, music is, is a compassionate thing and you got to help people in whatever way you can, whether it's just like, you know, lifting a help. You can't let someone lift an organ by themselves. You know, it just doesn't seem, it doesn't compute in my mind, especially when you're, you're making music, which is kind of a, uh, a, a group thing, you know, you're, you're being vulnerable. So you, you kind of, you gotta sure. the same way be compassionate and yeah. it's just, it's just my nature to want to, to, I wouldn't want to like let yeah. someone just be lifting stuff. <laughs> them, yeah. No, no I, I, I know. Yeah. Go ahead. And they would do the I'm just saying, I just want to say know? not, 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 to, you know, it's, it's no one's see. And this is not that we're stroking each other so much, but this is, you know, we don't get a chance to say this often, but it's not uh, uh, the, uh, another person's responsibility to move equipment. And it's, it's, it's not, so that shows you what kind of person he is. And not, that, and not that another person that says, okay, nice to see you and go home and get paid. That's what you're supposed to do. You know, there's not yes. there's nobody's responsibility to stick around and move the equipment uh, other than, 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 than by Chris being blind, but other than, you know, me and, at, you know, at, at that particular time. And he, yeah. he, he, he is compassionate like that. And, you know, I, but seriously, that's not his job. That's not his responsibility at that particular time. That was not. And that just added to, uh, you know, and then, like, added to what things that I just wasn't used to. Uh, because I, he can tell you, I feel funny. Because a lot of people come up and say, hey, you guys want a hand or something? And I don't know, no, no, no. I feel funny about that. But uh, I'm not asking for the help. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't have yeah, to ask. I, get that. I didn't have to say, "Hey, can you help me?" And he just did it. So it just seems that's like the last compliment I'm going to give these guys. <laughs> especially true, like you know, if you're going to go on yeah. the road and stuff, it, that's even more important. Especially like if you're a kind of we're kind of a you know smaller group. We don't have like you know we're not like well one we're not like. Rock stars, we got everyone bringing in our equipment. It's like you got to kind of, yeah, we're we're tight, and and it's if we don't have that kind of camaraderie and and uh, wanting to help each other out on the road, it's going to make it more difficult, and it's going to make the playing more difficult too. You know, it's like you got to kind of help each other out in any way you can, and and it takes, and then I I definitely need reminding of that, and and that's yeah, just you know. And and also, also uh, you know, although I, I you know, cannot lift, but you know, we 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 work out you know things in um, in other ways. For for example, if there's a repair, okay, like uh, okay, uh, Krista damage or cost is so and so so and so. Okay, then I'm then I formulate in in my mind. Okay, I gotta set aside 
this because this is you know with, with this is a family family situation so so you know I need to do my part and so I make sure that whatever that they you know okay right he, he, this is for okay we'll just we, we we'll get it later just just hold on to it long as I know that this is for that or that that is for this because uh, if not it. In, in my opinion, it creates what I call a spill. It spills into the music, and you know, you mm-hmm. know, it spills are very hard to wipe up. You know, so you know, yeah, you want to, you want to, you want to feel that you helped out in any situation, whether this, whether it's uh, whatever it is, but, but but especially this this situation. So that's that's the way yeah. I see it. Yeah, it's it's you know it's evident to even a, a, a you know a, a, a listener, a, an observer of some of your shows. I think I've been to five or six of them at this point. Uh, but you are you are a family. You know you you kind of implied that in what you just said, Chris, and certainly you did, Lee. Uh, it's a it's a family situation. You know, all for one, one for all, and. Uh, for the greater good, you do things that are helpful, and uh, what do they say? It takes a village, and uh, when you have that, um, you know it. Uh, it it too spills into the music. You know it cuts both ways, and uh, you can hear that. You can hear that harmony uh, when I hear you guys play. Uh, you can you can tell that uh, you know when you. Uh, are between sets there there seems to be good back and forth and you have some fun there are laughs and uh you know a willingness to to, to you know be a be a person and and and, and be helpful in, in all situations so uh that's that's good on you guys for getting that because i can tell you there's a lot of bands out there that uh you know uh, separate because that doesn't exist uh i want to play one more example and then uh uh, we'll have just a couple of closing questions, but uh, one of my favorites that jumped out, I think it's off the same album we just heard from, is uh, is Sir Charles, which we use uh, in, in the beginning of our show uh, and in the bumpers. Uh, let's give that a spin.
How great is that? Mm. Uh, I count I, I yeah. counted sixteen tags. Sixteen tags at the end there. Did I get it right? Pretty close, I think. That is I don't so know. awesome. I wasn't counting. I, I think it was track. sixteen. Oh. <laughs> I think we may have a new world record on our hoods. No, I just love it. I just love that, but I can't get it up. I've played it up five hundred times. Uh, guys, thank you for making this wonderful music. Uh, I want to—I uh, don't want to bring it down too much here, but we lost uh, a couple of wonderful B3 players in the last couple of years, Dr. Smith, and more recently, uh, Joey DeFrancesco. Uh, maybe we could go around and we could each talk a little bit about what their music meant, uh, meant to you. Uh, Greg, you want to kick us off? Uh, sure. Uh, Dr. Uh... Rodney Smith, uh, we did that uh, organ summit. Well, I had the honor of doing that with uh, Charles Erland and uh, Jimmy McGriff. And um, Dr. Lonnie Smith was, uh, and Johnny Hammond Smith. And he was uh, mm. just, uh, uh, his, his bass line, everything was strong with him. His bass lines were great. Uh, his just, you know, of course, playing with the, uh, George Benson, and it, uh, he oh, was yeah. just a, oh, yeah. a, a great player and and a part of some that great quartet with Ronnie Cuber and and George Benson, and uh, also uh, Joey DeFrancesco. You know, you, you can't say enough about him. He was uh, a, a yeah. good person, and he was a great technician, and he could play, and he knew the history of the instrument. Anybody that plays B three. Uh, I uh, I love them and uh, I enjoy it. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. it's it's sad to see uh, anybody leave this earth, but uh, Joey, uh, see, hearing about that was such a shock. Uh, to be honest, Doctor Lonnie Smith uh, was suffering from bits of uh, uh, multiple cirrhosis, and I remember him giving me a call because that's what I have. And we talked uh, on the phone for uh, quite a while because he wasn't able to play for a while. And I don't know if that ended up being like that uh, at, you know, towards the end, but, you know, we kind of knew he was not feeling good and and getting sick, but Joey was, it it was just a shock. It was just a complete shock and a great person and uh, a great musician and, it was just ah, oh, can't say enough about that. Yeah, I know. It's still, it's still it still hurts. Still yeah. hurts. I know. It's, what's it been? It six six months or something? But uh, yeah, that one uh, that one still stings. Lee, Lee, your your thoughts uh, on those two titans? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Lonnie Smith is uh, just a huge uh, inspiration as a organist. Um, one thing I really liked about Lonnie was. Um, just the kind of uh, chance taking he was doing with his groups, like song wise and feel wise. Yeah. Um, you know, he would swing, he would do like some, just some really funky stuff that you don't hear a lot. Um, and he would, you know, do ballads really beautifully as well. The thing I really resonates with me about Lonnie too, is that he had such a sense of humor in his playing. Like you can really feel uh-huh. the joy and the emotional um, parts of his music. And with Joey, of course, man, that guy is just a fiery 
fiery organist and the inspiration and just lights a fire every time you you hear him and it's just kind of uh just showing you what's possible uh at least definitely yeah. technically with the organ and um with the music too so uh um in that way very inspiring it was it's sad to lose both of them and, and most recently joey yeah very tragic um too young for for joey yeah yeah he was a force of force of nature, and when you thought he was done, when you thought he was done with a solo, he'd, he'd whip out a trumpet. It's like where have you been hiding that? It just it just an amazing talent. <laughs> yeah, uh, I saw him and a tenor the, uh, saxophone. Yeah, I mean that guy just and there was no end. There was no end to it. Just a superhuman uh, uh, player uh, and and a hell of a nice guy. I mean, I think I told uh, Greg this story, but. Um, my brother and I uh, traveled down to the jazz uh, showcase to, to see him on a couple of occasions, and and we were sitting close to the stage and really boring holes right into him. My brother, watching in particular, uh, Peter Bernstein Lee, you'll you'll know him, and uh, Love taking him. special yeah. note as my brother was a pretty darn good guitarist in his own right, but. Joey could tell we were we were serious. We weren't just there for the for the delicious uh, the delicious uh, drinks and food. We were there to watch music and hear it. And uh, he came right over to us after the set and uh, asked if he could sit down. He was kind of sheepish about it. And of course, we said, "My God, yes, of course." And he had a he had a drink with us and he asked, you know, what do you guys, you know, what do you have, what do you do? You play an instrument? And my brother said, "Yeah, I play a little guitar." And he. At that moment, waved uh, Peter over to the table. He came over and sat down too, and my brother and uh, Peter talked uh, talked guitar and music in general. And uh, I tried to, uh, you know, not embarrass myself with Joey, but I was completely starstruck. And uh, but yeah, he was a force of nature uh, for for sure, and and a perfect gentleman. On top of that, um, uh, Chris, uh, your your thoughts on the loss of those two, please. Very sudden, very sudden, tragic. Uh, it's almost like uh, losing losing a couple of your teachers. Yeah, a couple yeah. Of, uh, yeah. Of, of that's well said. Yeah, mm-hmm. mentors. <clears throat> you know, uh, uh, incredible. <clears throat> pardon me, incredible technique. I have to say that I have to still, as we say these days, step up. Step up my game on on that. So uh, I'm really, you know, trying trying to keep keep that up. And, and they they were both likable fellows. Great 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 yeah. sense of humor. Um, you know, Joey and I. You know, well we we all love love the greats. And one one of the things that I would uh, Joe was very kind, gracious when when I would see him, very kind, gracious enough to you know say hey hey come on up and we we and uh, we uh. would play together. On, on a couple of yeah, yeah. bluesers, you know, you know, he didn't have to do that. Yeah. Neither. And uh, one one thing we like to have this little code. Uh, the way I look at it, there's nothing like two or more friends like sing it, sing it together, singing phrases together. Rockley and I will mm. do it. I'll, I'll, I'll do it with, with other friends. There's a, there's a lot to there's a lot to be said for that. You don't hear that often. But you yeah. never know. Yeah. Yeah. So what we would do is whenever we would see each other. Since we 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 both you know love Jimmy McGriff, we would do like a little cold. I would respond. I would say something or sing something, 
he would respond back to me. And he would sing uh, something, and I would uh, uh, like like a little mini contest, and then we go, okay, okay, yeah. you got us, all right. So th- that's <laughs> that's one of the things that that is a uh, couple of things that really, you know, really is uh, a good quality, you know. And, um, yeah, totally. Uh, it's a sudden, totally. it's very sudden. You know? Yeah, very much so. But what a great memory to take with you, Chris. I mean. Uh, uh, these are the things, and thank goodness we have uh, we have you know some audio uh, uh, proof of them um, and their wonderful contributions, as well as uh, plenty of video of these uh, these guys. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, another one we lost, uh, Ramsey Lewis. There was uh, Ramsey, uh, yeah. one of his. You maybe saw the show where uh, Joey and uh, Dr. Smith were on, and they played. Uh, Someday my prince will come, and they were, you know, nose to nose playing, and uh, boy, that was just a gorgeous version. And you know, it, it uh, made clear stylistically the the many differences between the two, but both uh, very tasteful in their own way. Uh, quick story, and I'll let you guys get on with your days. But uh, I had occasion to see uh, Dr. Smith uh, play at the same venue. Um, you know, several years ago, and uh, he was dressed this beautiful uh, linen, white linen, everything white on him, and he had this magnificent white beard, as you'll as you'll recall. And uh, every time uh, in between the tunes, he would he would uh, stroke his beard, and he was trying to get it to you know lay a certain way because you know his hands were busy playing music, and uh, he was having a, a hell of a time with one of the hairs. I couldn't help but notice. But there was one particularly long hair that uh, he just couldn't seem to tame, and uh, he finally got fed up with it, and uh, and he and he twirled it around his ear several times, maybe, like maybe eight times. I mean, that's how long this baby was, and uh, finally got it to you know maintain its position. But uh, you could have fished with this thing. You could have fished with it. But yeah, he was he was a delight and a perfect gentleman. I mean, they were all such good people. Uh, everybody I've met, almost in jazz, has just been approachable and uh, fun, and they were certainly examples of uh, the same. Uh, last question, guys, and uh, please, please, uh, uh, you have every right to say no or nothing. But uh, uh, is there anything on your uh, iPhone that would surprise us? Any music on your playlist that might uh, might shock or surprise us? And I'll, I'll I'll tell you mine when you tell me yours. All right, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, just real, <laughs> I'm going to try to do this real quick, and I'm going to backtrack for a quick second. But uh, I get we often get asked the question the difference of deep blue and soul message. So just so people will know, uh Deep Blue we toured with Steely Dan for uh a a few uh, a, a, off and on for about eight years but one uh big solid uh tour and then I had uh, some some health issues so I kind of stopped playing and took about a year off. And then uh, Lee and I and Chris, we got together and we started playing over at my house. And then with the name Soul Message, uh, we had a gig and the booking agent kept calling me and saying, I got to get a name. I got to get a name. 
So I'd ask Chris, I'd ask Lee, and of course they didn't they didn't care. And I'm not good at that. And um, there was a Groove Homes record sitting on my bar, and the name of the record was Soul Message. That's the name of the the, the Groove Homes records, which was a favorite of all of ours. Sure, and I said sure. Soul Message. So if there it is, if if a picture yeah. of you would have been on the bar, a name of the band, I would have said. Scott Henderson. That was, I just grabbed the first name possible. Now, the, uh, something on my playlist uh, that you would be probably really surprised, and I'm just going to you say it. Uh, yeah. Make sure. It's okay, Greg. Uh, it's okay, sure Greg. Get the name right. <laughs> right. I'm just making. Actually, um, um. A band that 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 uh, I can't I don't even know the the name of the band. They're not together anymore. It was three girls. It wasn't a band. It was a singing group. But uh, uh, left left eye uh, TLC. The TLC. Oh TLC. Their yes, band. They, I know. I know who you mean. Does, yes. Uh, right. It's, but they have an intro to a concert. <laughs> the band does this intro, and it is just fabulous. And then the way it yeah. so surprised a lot of people. Uh, that, they, that, uh, they were, yeah, I, yes, they yeah. were, they were hot for a while. I remember. And they were, but nothing, they were damn easy on the eyes too. Yeah. You're right. Weren't right. They? And uh, nothing, I think yeah. one of them died in a, a, a car accident or uh, uh, left eye or, uh, the, but I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, familiar and I heard this my wife was playing it and I said what is that and so I secretly <laughs> at night I pulled pull that up and it was pulled it over that intro was just fabulous I listened yeah, to it over intro. and over again so well I wait till you see the wait till you see the video there's one that they did Greg called uh, I think it's called never gonna get it or something like that and uh, that one's fun to watch I'll just tell you for free uh, if it's the same yeah. band I'm thinking about, but there's <laughs> there's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. Not, right, not, right, not one right, little right. bit. Not one little bit. Yeah. Well, it's nice of you to share it. Uh, uh, Chris, how about you? Playlist. I can't think of anything at the moment. Well, well you, know, you can get back to us. Like you, you might get, not have a playlist on your phone. Like on because you're not maybe you're not able to do that, but something that you like to listen to, if I can help out, something you like to listen to that Scott would be surprised or that totally shocked. Okay, I'm gonna give you a little hint. Your your classical stuff that you listen to, I was shocked. Okay, you wish you were shocked. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I was. I mean, I remember I played something. We was someplace and I played something on the piano. It was real fast, real jumpy, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like classical, both, it like yeah. it looked like yeah, it, it wasn't, but it you know it felt good. It had to do with it looked like two hands. If you could picture two hands bouncing off of each other, and that's <laughs> I guess from what I understand, I was I never knew you you play that. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think I know well, what you're talking yeah. about. Hey, listen. Yeah. 
keep them keep them guessing, man. <laughs> keep them guessing. Uh, it's all part of it's all part of your your construct, uh, Chris. Uh, no, nothing's right or wrong. It's all it's if it's cooked in there, that's okay. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> how, how about you, Lee? Okay. Uh, right now, I got some uh, weather report. Heavy weather, uh, definitely yes, oh my, yeah. out of my style, but uh, very uh, <laughs> great music and also some Art Tatum. Yes, yes, I've, I've heard I've heard oh, uh, yeah. a lot of people consider him the gold standard on on uh, keyboard. I, I I'm an Oscar Peterson guy, but boy, I have. Uh, Tatum and the, and the team picture for for sure. Um, I was I was going to tell you mine. I'm embarrassed now. I mean, it would take it would take all three of you ganging up on me for me to tell you uh, one or two of mine. Oh, well, you know we'll see you again. So come on. <laughs> well, speak for um, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> speak for yourself. I don't know. Why. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Hear it. I'm going to make it. <laughs> I'm going to make a case for the song, and uh, Lee, you might be too young for this one even, but um, Midnight at the Oasis, does anybody remember that one? Midnight at the Oasis. Yeah, yeah. named Maria Muldoor. Muldoor. Yeah. Man. There's, yeah, you know that one, Chris. There's some sweet guitar in that one. I'll tell you, and uh, and I, I like it. I can't help it. I like it. So there, uh, and and then no argument the, the for one, me. You're not going to you're not going to judge me, right? <laughs> oh, well, wait, no way. I'm, I'm getting it on my iPod now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Let me, hey, check I'm going to ruin it all. Hubbard's version of that. And does he do Freddie that? Hubbard does oh, no a version kidding. of that. Oh, yes, shit. he I does. Gotta, I got to yeah. find that quick. That's exactly what I'm going to do when we're off air. I'm going there and, and we're going to find up. and we're going to get that on your. We're going to look yours up on YouTube and get that. I know I've heard that <laughs> thousands of times. Who you're talking about? But yeah, yeah. I'll be listening to that. You check out yeah. that, guitar. Lee. You're going to love it. Uh, you, you may know it, but uh, there's some sweet, some sweet guitar work. It's got a real interesting mix and. Uh, you know, she she sings cool. in an unusual way, but it works. It works for me. And then uh, I'll ruin everything if I tell you the next one. But I'm going to roll the dice. Uh, uh, Ninety nine left balloons by by Nina. Uh, it's on there. It's on there, and I can't I can't make it go away. Uh, my my uh, I, I, I I can't say why, but I, I kind of like it. It's weird, but uh, <laughs> I'm okay. no, it's not. I'm okay. It's probably not. Probably not, but uh, anyway, th- thank you for <laughs> thank you for not judging me too harshly. Well, guys, I'll tell you, it's been it's been fun, it's been informative, it's been a, a wonderful treat. Uh, maybe the highlight yeah. of, uh, of of 2022 for me. Uh, so thank you for for being a, a part of it. And um, yeah, thank I, you I, I want to I want to I want to want to say to it to you officially uh, these airwaves or your your airwaves uh, you know greg is a wonderful host a very capable radio man and uh, he is uh you know uh representing in a, in a wonderful way and uh we we continue to to uh, add listenership and uh, i don't know if you're aware but we are heard and Almost, I think we're heard in thirty-something countries now, Greg, and we've had you know thousands and oh, thousands man. of listens, and uh, there, there's there's a buzz out there, and uh, the, the the 
product that we broadcast through. It's called uh, Blog Talk, and uh, it's a portal. And uh, they they tell us we're one of their fastest growing shows. So uh, you're you're helping us with that. We we, we talk about your music and we play it whenever we have a chance. And uh, you're helping us grow the business and uh, hopefully your business uh, as a result as well. So uh, it's all it's all connected at the end of the day. So uh, fellas, Greg, you're going to stay with me. But uh, Chris and Lee, uh, uh, the very best, uh, a happy and safe uh, and healthy uh, new year to you both. Until we until we speak again. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, appreciate thank you, both. you. Keep keep on keep yes. on swinging. And I, thank I know, you. I know. And, I know and Chris that you and Greg, will, I'll see you guys at rehearsal tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, and, yeah, uh, right. Chris and Lee. I, yeah. Chris and Lee. I love you both. So. All right. Thank uh, you, Rob. I have so, special thank love you doing this guys, but I love you both, buddy. Great. I love you. Thank you for doing this, buddy. Best to you guys later. Take care. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Well, what fun, Greg. I don't know about you, but that was as much fun as I've had in a long time. Hearing you guys talk, yeah, uh, the stories and the uh, the, the chemistry, just, uh, just unbelievable. Uh, you can see why you've lasted so many years together and why it works, you know. Um, yeah. Well, hey, let's catch our breath. I want to take a quick little break. And uh, when we come back, we'll do our jazz uh, flashback, and we'll we'll take a little bit of uh, uh, listener mail and uh, cover that, and then uh, let people get on with the rest of their days. But uh, uh, a quick word from our okay. sponsors. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Stay tuned. If you dig what you're hearing, friends, why not pick up some Jazz Mill and Soul Message Band merchandise? High-quality mugs and tees that are certain to make you the happiest cat around. Just take out your phone, ease on over to thejazzmill.net, click on the Swag tab, and get your order down. It's quick, it's simple, it's safe, and your satisfaction is 100% guaranteed. For some sales, help jazz musicians against cancer, the Multiple Sclerosis Association of America, and the ASPCA. Welcome back for more great music and lively discussion on the Jazz Mill with your host, Scott Henderson. Greg, you guys were a hit. Uh, I can tell you that because of all the uh, – we have a, a call board here, and it is lit up like a Christmas tree. Um, I, I wish we had more oh, time to to take some of them, but I've not seen it like this since we've been broadcasting together. Uh, so, uh, you know, that is attributable to the quality of our, of our guests and, uh, and the content they're in. So uh, good on you, man. You were a part of something special today. Uh, let's finish big. Well, you know, you. each week we pay, we pay our respects to the, the great people and players uh, that invented and built this wonderful thing we call jazz. And uh, our man G-Rock talks a little bit about that history of the jazz flashback. What do you have for us today, Greg? All right. Um, You're going to help me with this one. Uh, uh, Okay. But uh, today in 1903, pianist Earl Hines uh, was born. And uh, okay. For the sake of time, uh, his they, they they called him Earl Father Hines, but he was born in Pennsylvania. Now, where he was born, I listened to pronunciations, but D U S Q 
Q-U-E-S-N-E. I don't want to butcher that name. Oh, and, uh, yeah. But that, I think, uh, yeah, the, I've heard it said. Uh-huh. Pennsylvania, yeah, but, right? Uh, how did you, how, right, it's in Pennsylvania, correct, but I'm yeah, not sure of the I, pronunciation. I know. I've got a. I've got a friend that doesn't live too far from there. It's I think he says it's Duquesne, like D-U-C-A-N-E. Is that how you pronounce it? I think that I don't know what that Q is doing okay. in there. I don't know what the S or the E. I, 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 it's funny. It's a spelling for sure. But yeah, Duquesne. Yeah. I'd okay. go with okay. that. I uh, looked fi- up final answer. Yeah. Yeah. I looked. I looked up uh, and heard the. It's a Dutch word and the Dutch, pronunci- is it Dutch? pronunciation. Okay. But uh-huh. thank you. Yeah, but thank you for that. No and then sweat. also hey, that's what we're... on this day, uh, 1962, uh, Michelle uh, Pitriani was born in Orange, France. And ah. then also, uh, away from the birth- birthdays, bassist and composer Charles Mingus recorded changes with uh, trumpeter Jack Walworth, tenor saxophonist George Adams, pianist Don Pullen, and the great uh, drummer, uh, Danny Richman. And then one last thing, uh, Lester Young, uh, on this day in 1943, he led his very first uh, recording session as a leader. Uh, it was a oh, record no called uh, Sometimes I'm Happy, and it was in 1943. And there uh, you have we, it. We, well, yeah, those are great. We, we, we stand on their shoulders, don't we? Uh, thankful for uh, the the road work they did to make you know common uh, day jazz possible for for the rest of us, and uh, we have to uh, have respect, as I know you do, Greg, for that history. And uh, hell, we've oh, got a hundred years definitely. of it now, which we can be we can be thankful yeah. for and uh, educate ourselves, and uh, <clears throat> uh, just. Uh, uh, all the more reason to, to, to buy up music, including, uh, you know, vinyl and uh, uh, streaming music. Uh, you can you can find the Soul Message, message Band. Uh, there are good works on uh, iTunes and uh, on the uh, website, the Soul Message uh, uh, com. You can get their CDs there and uh, uh, any number of places. Um, uh, and I encourage you to do that because they're they're a valuable uh, addition to your collection. That's for sure, um, Greg. Uh, a couple of them. I know we're short on time here, but uh, just a couple of them to read through here. Um, surely these are from the mailbag, folks. And if you want to uh, ask Greg or I a question uh, or a question of the show, uh, feel free to do that, and we'll do our best to get to them. Uh, just as fast as we can, but uh, Shirley and Schenectady uh, asks uh, what we uh, what we got for Christmas, uh, and uh, I don't know uh, how interesting that is uh, for people. But uh, what what did you get, Greg? May may I may I, Shirley wants to know. <laughs> okay, uh, not expecting this, but I got an iPad. Uh, uh, you did uh, iPad Air, and you know it takes me a while to. I do stuff the old way. I was writing uh, tunes out and stuff <laughs> with my hand, by hand. Yeah. And uh, whatever uh, I looked up, I looked up and wrote it out myself. That was a quick way, of, a good way, not a quick way, but a way of learning. But uh, I was yeah. introduced by my wife. She uh, got me this iPad Air. Now it's going to take me 
probably this will probably be obsolete <laughs> when I learn how to do it and when I learn how you'll to need, use you'll it. You'll need so. the next model. You'll need the next right, model. Right, yeah, right. It, listen, it, right. it, it does streamline. Once you get your arms, it was like anything else. You practice, you get better at it. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, – <clears throat> anytime you can cut down on the paper flow in, 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 in your world, I think there's a chance you'll be happier. But uh, maybe not. Some people – uh, Seinfeld still writes all his jokes out on a legal pad. He says he's been carrying some of them around for 10 years plus, uh, still working on them, you know. So everybody has a method. Yeah. Uh, interesting to hear uh, Chris uh, recount, um, you know, some of the details of uh, your guy's history. And uh, that's just a real gift, isn't it? I mean, that's just amazing. Yeah, it um, is. It is. I, I, uh, I have one here. I probably should, I shouldn't shouldn't I'm going to read it anyway. Clark from Atlanta <clears throat> uh, says, uh, "So far, Scott has tortured us with his impressions, impersonations, I should say, of Hank Stram, uh, Sergeant Joe Friday, <clears throat> excuse me, and Ed McMahon's effing dog." He says, uh, "I'm afraid to ask, but does he do an impression that's uh, actually recognizable?" Uh, uh, Greg, now that's kind of kind of mean spirited, I think. Yeah, are they that bad? You know, they, maybe they are. They, maybe they, they are. Take I don't the, know. You they be, take, you're right. I'm gonna be. They take the time to write, so yeah. Uh, they they must uh, uh, they must enjoy wh- whatever feelings they're having, and 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 so if they're taking taking the time to write yes. it out. So I it think that's a, a compliment a to you, Scott. I'm going to take it that way. That's a great way to look at it. Tortured. He uses the word tortured with his awful impressions. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. He did take the time to write. And it's it's like they say about uh, soldiers. They say when they stop complaining, uh, that's when you've got trouble. You know, uh, he says as long as they're griping <laughs> about something in the Army, you, you're okay. Right. They're not going to lose them. But, uh, so we got to keep got to keep Clark uh, continuing to snipe and spout uh, his his uh, his nasty comments. But uh, as right. next fact, week, Clark, next week I, you got to work over. It. Well, I, listen, you have I've one now. Prepared. He he motivated me. He motivated me to okay. share one that's still under construction. But I'm going to do it anyway, Greg, just because I'm I'm a little a little mad. Uh, but uh, I'm working on a, a, you know Liberace, right? Chris would like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Liberace had a had a brother. Uh, do you know anything about his his history? He had a brother named uh, named George, uh, as as the story goes. And uh, uh, my invitation includes a reference to to George, and, and it goes. You ready for this? It goes like this. It goes like this. I'm ready. Liberace, ladies and gentlemen. My brother George likes to loofah my stretch marks. And that's it. And that's <laughs> it. That's the extent of it. <laughs> oh, that I ought to make a lot of happy. I don't yeah. think. I hope that makes Clark happy. Uh, you know, yeah. keep keep listening, Clark. Keep listening. I'm living rent free <laughs> in your big empty head, you bugger you. <laughs> well, <laughs> Hey, hey, Greg. Uh, now, we're, we're, uh, I, I know you're. I know. I think I know you're not working. Uh, you choose not to work New Year's Eve, which I think is good strategy. But where will you guys uh, be appearing up till then and after? Uh, may I ask? Okay, uh, we start back to work <clears throat> New Year's Day uh, at the Green ah. Mill, and then 
uh, Wednesday at Winter's uh, Jazz Club, and then Saturday at uh, Fitzgerald's, and then every Sunday at the uh, nice. the Green Mill, and then the Back following the week Mill, uh, we'll be at uh, uh, Club 4114 uh, uh, yep. CYOC in Waukegan. So, and then we'll be at another club uh, in Chicago. You can find all this on our website, uh, Nick's uh, uh, Nick's uh, Beer Garden, but the Beer Garden won't be open. Uh, it's cold here in Chicago. And then yeah, uh, yeah. another club called Dorian. So we oh. get real busy uh, right on New Year's Day. So um, enjoying awesome. my little bit of time off and, and, and enjoying talking to you. And uh, well, I'm going to say something real quick to let you know that now you, you always deliver. You never let us down. So <laughs> one thing uh, Scott is getting for the holidays is we're going over with uh, his lovely wife. We're going over, and I'm taking <laughs> Scott and his wife, my wife and I, to Big Ed's to get some of that Big Ed's barbecue, barbecue, baby. That wonderful barbecue. My mouth is watering. Well, now my he mouth will definitely do it. Right. Well, he, he can't. He can't back out now. Put me yeah, down Scott for a can't double back order out of burn now. Now you got to do it. <laughs> All right. You wouldn't have All to right. twist this arm. You don't have to twist right. my so that's arm. That's what you got. Double order of the big. Double order of the burnt burnt ends for this guy. Uh, I love that place. It's uh, <clears throat> for those who haven't been there. It's uh, it's in. Uh, I don't know if it's North Chicago or Waukegan, but it's uh, it's right Waukegan. off of. Uh, Waukegan. Yeah, it's in Waukegan, and uh, it ain't much to look at. But man, they got the best queue I think I've ever had. And uh, boy, are they friendly! The the staff in there will just make you feel like royalty. And uh, and then when you taste that barbecue, you're you're, you're gonna you're gonna never want to go anywhere else. I'll tell you. And and they got a pretty fair uh, peach cobbler and key lime pie too. Uh, but but I but I oh, digress. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a date, Greg. We just gotta pick it, you know. And uh, I'll be there uh, with my feed bag on as they say uh, <laughs> hey i want to thank you i want to thank you buddy because you were you were critical today to to helping with the the flow uh, you know chris and lee just a delight as i suspect that i'd never spent any real time with them but i thought they were very uh open and uh, uh free with their remarks and uh so appreciate that i think it makes for some damn good radio and uh I uh, want to thank to our listeners for uh, helping this become one of the fastest growing shows on the Blog Talk Network. Uh, be sure to tune in next week and every every week. Uh, I, I, the name of our next guest escapes me at the moment, but we'll be posting that to the show page, and people can see that in advance of uh, next Wednesday's show at 3 uh, p.m. Central Time is when you can hear us live, or you can catch us Anytime thereafter, as you please, uh, as a podcast, so you can catch us after the fact in archive. So, uh, hey, remember, folks, uh, good jazz can heal the wounds that medicine simply can't begin to touch. Much love. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.
Thank you.